Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Hello, Elaine. Sorry? Hello, is that you, Elaine? It, it is, yes. Hello. It is, yeah. Thank you for ringing. Hey, I was just confused about what uh, the topic was. Well, we're talking... I was ringing about Jeremy Corbyn oh, wh- and uh, the why? target practice. Jeremy Corbyn and what? And the target practice by the military. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, is that what we're talking about? I just, I just heard a completely different subject. I'm sorry. I no. I only tuned in, you know, about 20 minutes ago, and I thought the subject was about uh, Jeremy Corbyn. It isn't, but you can talk about it if you want, Elaine. I don't mind. There's no point, really. It's not interesting. Well, I can. I'm not saying... I'm not interested. I'm interested in what you have to say. Well, I, I think it's appalling. I think it's... Uh, it's very indicative of, um, you know, I'm not saying the guy's perfect, but I think the smears that he's had have been extraordinary. Right. And um, and I, I just think that, you know, when they're saying, oh, well, you know, well, we, we do that with people, you know, take target practice. Well, well, they shouldn't. So no, here's the story, uh... just in case anyone's missed it. Okay, a video showing soldiers firing at a Jeremy Corbyn poster for target practice demonstrated a serious it's error. Really bad now, actually, because I'm on, I'm on the wrong line. I was actually listening to somebody who was, who was discussing it, and you're on a totally different. It's all right, yeah. Elaine. This is fine. This is a sort of show where you can ring up and talk about whatever you want. Right. So it's, it's fine. I was, I was just sort of answering that, and I, I just kind of assumed that. I, I just think that the the guy, I want him to go, you know, because I just think he's um, he's never going to win because he's actually very genuine. Yeah. And he, he's he. I know he's met Hezbollah and I know he's met the IRA, but so did Margaret Thatcher. So did I, I know not everyone met Hezbollah, but you know, there's a lot of Israelis that protest for for the Palestinians. I just think um, the guy's not going to get anywhere uh, because of things like the army shooting him as a traitor. I just think it's appalling. I would love to know who else they are, they're using for target practice, whether they're just using famous faces. It doesn't excuse it. I think it's awful. And the fact is they're going to investigate it so someone else agrees. I don't think it's... I think what it is... Um, gosh, I don't even know your name. Catherine. Oh, sorry, Catherine. That's all right. Elaine. 
uh, I think the thing is, is what it's just what I, I see a lot online, and um, and it, it it's kind of like very unnecessary. And I think it's awful. And... I think it's not just unkind, Elaine. It's it's flipping dangerous, right? Because we're it in such dangerous. a kind of tinderbox environment Absolutely, at the moment yeah. that you know people suggesting people are traitors and and threats of violence are one thing, but actually this video, it's highly irresponsible. I agree with you. Well, uh, oh, well, I'm glad you do, because I, I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, um, but I've, I've, and it always amazes me, you know, I'm not, I vote for a party because of the manifesto. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaders can be changed. But, um, you know, there's so many soldiers on the streets, so many that have, you know, not been looked after, and the fact that they think he's a traitor, um concerns me because to be honest you know what did tony blair do you know most people in history have made decisions that you know weren't the right ones Mm. and uh i just think he's a guy that really stands by his in fact i don't even think i don't think he wants a second referendum i think he no like quietly to get out. To I think uh, you know. I, I'm not a massively political person. I've got to be honest. But I think the impression I have of Jeremy Corbyn is that he will stand by his principles to a fault. You know. Well, it, do you know what, Catherine? That's kind of what I like. I just kind of I, I go with that. Mm. So, oh, it was lovely to talk to you. You Thank too. You. Thank, thanks for ringing, even though you got the wrong number. Uh, I know you were talking about. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I had twins. Oh, did you? Nightmare. God, no, it actually wasn't. How, how old are they now? Twenty-three. Right. Gosh. And you know what? Not honestly. The, the first couple of years, and because of the time, on it, it was so difficult. Mm. I was so terribly depressed. I bet. But it was the end of my life, and now they're just the greatest guys. And fortunately, they they look into things a little bit more than other people do, and. I like to think that they're very ethical and yeah. decent. Good. I'm glad so. I'm glad it worked out all right for you. It's so hard. We have twins every generation of my family, so I remember my <laughs> auntie having little twins, a boy and a girl, and coming into the room, putting them down in their baby carriage when they were tiny and just going off for a cry. She said, it's just so hard, no one told me. It was hard enough when I had single babies. I can't imagine what it's like to have two. I know, and I tell you what, though, you have muscles on muscles. Yes. Because you've got everything's double, double child, you know, the child, like, in the car seats and double the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, did, I did look quite fit at the time, but I was absolutely distraught. Mm. <laughs> but honestly, I think once they get to about five or six, they're absolutely wonderful. Well, they become company then, don't they? Yeah, exactly, and that's easier. And, you know, it's easier leaving them at school on the first day... <laughs> It's easier leaving them at anywhere. Oh, because they've, they've got each other? They've got each other, mm. yeah. Do they get on? Uh, they do get on. They're extremely different, extremely different. And um, they don't really have a lot of contact when they're apart. Well, they think that Facebook's just for silly old people like me. <laughs> um, but when they're here together... They have very, very intelligent discussions where I'm actually, I, I, I'm blown away a bit. So, oh. yeah. 
Oh, I can tell how proud you are, Elaine. Well done for surviving it. Twins, honestly. <laughs> well, well done you for letting me speak. It's very kind of you, and I've had a few couple of glasses of wine, and I feel that I've put my point all right. So yeah, you've done, re- you done really well. You're on talk radio, by the way, Elaine. Do you know what? I love talk radio. Good. But I, I can't always get it live. Well, this is an outrage. Where are you? I'm in Cumbria. Right, I shall send a letter to the management immediately and sort that out. I'm struggling with that because actually I have to watch it on YouTube or get it on my phone. Uh. Yeah, and I've got to adapt radio stuff and 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 honestly, I've listened to it lately and I just think I just love this state. Like I always like Matthew Matthew Wright and um, I was listening to Ian What's This Is on 10 to 1. Yeah. He's normally on this. I do this, I do this show with him normally. He's absolutely hilarious. Well, good. I'm glad you Love like it. it. He'll be back next week, but it's just me this week if you fancy a gab. Oh, well, you're even better. You're, you're lovely because he's, like, really cheeky, but I loved it. Just really entertaining. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. It's nice, to find, it's nice for us to find each other, Elaine. Thanks for ringing. Oh, thanks, Catherine. Take Thank care. Thank you very much. <laughs> thanks, Ed. Bye. 0344 or anyone who drifts in, really. You know the score. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Talk radio. Digital debate for the UK. Talk radio. We'll get you talking. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Kath. Hello. Thank you for hanging on. I know you've been there for a while and apologies for that. But these conversations, flipping heck tonight, they've been all over the shop. I thought I might change gear a little bit. Yeah, go on then. Um, because I, I heard something that made me chuckle the other day, and I'm hoping you might like it too. Wonderful. Um, it's about shared fetish venues. 
<laughs> okay, it's a complete shift in in, yeah. in gear. <laughs> Tell I've me had more. A new break since Angela. Yes. <laughs> um, um, well, I go to a, a pub in, in King's Cross uh, to see my friends every now and again. And um, uh, it, it's a normal pub from the kind of ground floor up. You've got a, a ground floor and then a, an upper floor with a little roof garden. It's all very nice. Uh-huh. But it has kind of a basement that can be hired out for events and various things. And it tends to be kind of niche interest that, that hire this, this basement. Right. And um, there's a kind of a, uh, in terms of the economics of it, there's a, critical mass of it. So some groups have got enough people so that they can fill it out and it'll make it pay. But some groups are very niche and they have to share. Um, and as I understand it, uh, at the moment, we have adult babies are having to share with the furries. You're, you're and I just really like the idea of <laughs> when it's kind of, well, you've got half the room dressed in nappies and, and baby goats. And the other half dressed in furry animal outfit. It sounds like a and fever dream about an, uh, the weirdest nursery you've ever heard of. <laughs> well, like, I like the idea of nap time, so when the <laughs> adult babies can curl up and they can cuddle the furries as their teddy bears. Wow, wow! I always want. Do people like go dressed, or they, do they tr- change there? Because you know, people wandering wow. around London, no one would bat an eyelid. I probably. I, with any of it I've, but... ne- I've never seen an adult baby wandering around or a furry to be honest but maybe they've got coats on big long coats <laughs> the, I don't know. the adult baby thing is interesting though isn't it it is it is it's um i i imagine it's about giving up all, all responsibility and just being totally uh, giving everything over to somebody else to, to do for you like, yeah. I, can, I can see how people maybe in high powered jobs or high stress situations might just like to spend a bit of time wiggling around on their back, kicking their legs in the air and, and asking for bottles of milk. That I can kind of get. The soiling yourself and needing changing. Ooh, yeah. Do they do that? Oh, um, I think yeah, some but, do. I mean, uh, there's probably yeah. shades of, you know, with everything, but... Uh... Yeah, that's, yeah that's, and, um, that's the bit I'd have a bit of trouble with. But you know what? I, Ian always says it, and it's true. If you can think about it, someone gets off on it. Yes, I reckon that's probably the case. Yeah, <laughs> but wow, these places. So, when was the last time you went to a thing at King's Cross? Uh, probably about a month ago. And how much can you tell me about it? I'm, I don't want to pry, but I am interested. <laughs> well, I go to meet my, my friends there, and because it's like a normal pub, you can have a very vanilla time up mm-hmm. in the dust. But if you do go downstairs, the site that you see um, are fairly hair-raising, I'd have to say. If you imagine as imagine as sleazy as you can get, right. and it won't be as sleazy as that place, I don't think. Wow, wow, right, okay. So, but, pe- but people obviously, there's, there's a market for it and people need it. I thought that King's Cross had mm. been, quote-unquote, cleaned up. I, I think it has, I yeah. think it has, but um, this displacement hasn't. Not, not by the smell of the toilet. Oh, anyway. my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fascinating insight, Rebecca. I really appreciate it. I just thought I'd pass it on to you. Thanks very much. You give me an image that I will. it will take a long time for me to get rid of. No <laughs> Thanks very much. Take care, Rebecca. You see, you can talk about whatever you want. 0344 499 1000. I mean, you know what a furry is, don't you? Because I kind of, we did this thing. We were going to do a documentary about Comic-Con and about um, cosplay, which is people dress up and get as so imaginative and so accurate and they'd spend months 
And the best cosplayers, you know, they make it from scratch. It's not a matter of just going down to your local fancy dress shop and buying it or Amazon, you know, the way me and the rest of the lazy mums do when it comes to book week and all that stuff. They spend ages getting these costumes sorted out. There were some amazing things at this co- uh, this um, Comic-Con thing. There were people dressed up as like transformers and you know and you knew that they was completely homemade brilliant i mean it's artistry is what it is um but there was a whole kind of furry section as well and i would really love to speak to a furry about what that thing is right because in a non-judgmental way i just don't i don't get it i know for some of them it is a sexual thing for some of them, it isn't. But there were some furries at the Comic-Con and they kind of did keep themselves to themselves. I'm looking through the glass because I know that um, Sam is on the borderlines of some of this stuff. But furries? No. Nothing he's going to admit to tonight anyway. Let's have a word with John. Hey, John. Hello, Cassidy. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Sorry for making you hang on so long. No, not a problem. Uh, what I'd like to talk about, a lot. some people might think it's a bit controversial, but I'm going to wonder if I can talk about transgenders in sport. Go. Right. I don't know if you've seen any tweets by... Have you, have you heard of Sharon Davies? Yes. She's an MBA who used to be a swimmer. Yeah. Uh, and she's lately been bringing up about it's unfair on women for trans to compete. Because right. if a man becomes a lady, if you know what I mean, and then competes against a female in either swimming or boxing or athletics, it's just going to kill a, few, a lot of young girls' dreams and stuff for the future and... It's a really tricky one, this, because I, I, I get it, and I, but I get both sides, right? So the first thing is, you know, um, f- for someone who is transgender, it's not a matter of a man becoming a lady. It's a matter of someone being born in the wrong body, right? And then finally getting reassigned properly. But yeah. the physicality that comes with that is is problematic when you are pitching physical types against each other. So I completely get it. And, and it's something that Ian and I, I have talked about in the past, and I wonder whether it's time that we start treating people the way we would treat uh, boxers and stuff, and which is pitting similar types against each other regardless of what gender they are. Uh, yeah, you see, like, like already in, in like America, like the, the universities and things, there's trans who are breaking records that have mm-hmm. been set by female, like, I don't know how to put it, like, without offending people, people who were born as a female, yeah. I'll say it like that. Yeah, like, no, you're right. Uh, and there's... There's videos of boxing or MMA where trans are fighting females. And I just think it's going to end in tragedy. I mean, I haven't got kids. so Did you say you've got a seven-year-old daughter? I've got a seven-year-old daughter, yeah. If your seven-year-old daughter is the fastest female sprinter in her region, Uh how do you try to encourage her or to keep going as she is, knowing that in 10 years' time, she would be getting beaten by a trans athlete. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough on women. Like They've come a long way in equal rights and all this kind of thing. But I think in 10 and 15 years' time, people have got to think about that it's going to ruin a lot of young girls' lives. And... I, I think we'll have got it sorted by then. I think we will have had a really... Because this is still quite... I mean, this is quite a new phenomenon and people are still working out where, where we go with it, right? And yeah. so some of the answers have been um, ham-fisted. You know, the Casta Semenya, for example. Yeah. Um, someone who's always identified as a woman. It's only sort of come out in later life that genetically she has a lot of male characteristics. Um, and it's something that people have been accusing her of for years and years before she actually knew that that was the situation with herself. 
Yeah. I completely understand why if you're an athlete training to the, you know, the nth degree, which is what they do, they they forego every part of, you know, social life and all that stuff that you that young people enjoy doing and and need for sort of healthy development because they're so so targeted towards this one aim, you know, of being the best. I completely get why. Oh, he's gone. I completely get why this would happen. Can you get John back for me, please? It's a really tricky one. And I think we're just at the start of this journey, but it's a conversation worth having. Um, and I don't know what the answer is, apart from this idea of looking at people, matching people physically rather than in terms of um, gender. What do you think? Could that work? You know, like in, in boxing, you've got sort of bantamweight, featherweight, all that sort of stuff. And they look, you wouldn't ever put someone a heavyweight against a bantamweight. Maybe we look at it that way instead and, and have men and women racing together. Would that work? I wonder. John's back. Hey, John. I've talked about this like with all my mates and yeah. stuff. And, and like in the Olympics, say, you have the men's and the women's, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you could separate and have trans, trans female and trans male. But then I don't think the trans female and trans male would like being separated from male and female. No. So I just don't know how it's ever... How that's ever going to get sorted, really? Because, like I say, without one, I don't mean to offend people, but it's I know you definitely don't. not fair for a trans male who's trans went to a female mm-hmm. to be competing against a female that's been working for fifteen years and sacrificed many things. Although, hang on, but, it de- it depends on the trans male because some women would would be would be a cisgendered male, you know, because they're so good. So it, but it is, you know, it's an interesting hy- hypothetical idea at this point. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I, I just think it's it's something to think about as well for children. I mean, breaking kids' dreams at seven and eight year old and saying, "Look, you won't be able to compete well, as a female in hundred meters because you won't be quick enough." That seems a bit, that seems a bit drastic at this point. People, we, the transgender community is still in the minority and they're still trying to find their way. And, yeah. Um, here's my tack on stuff like this from now on. It's what I've started doing recently. I'm willing to ask someone who's transgender what they think about it. I'm will, I, I want to yeah. hear what they think because yeah. otherwise we're just guessing, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I'd like, it'd be nice. like you say, I'm not, I'm not ringing up to offend people. Or no, I know like you're that. not. I'm just wondering where, we're, where it's going to where it's gonna go, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. What I feel really uncomfortable about is people who, you know, um, cis women somehow having it in for trans, transgen, transgender women when actually we're all kind of battling for a similar thing. And it's yeah. people just trying to live their lives the best way they can. And frankly, we need they need cutting some slack. They have a hard enough time as it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, this kind of idea of pitting one person against another, it, it, is, it is a thorny thing. And I don't know what the answer is, apart from taking gender out of it completely. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Interesting, to- interesting topic of conversation. It anyway. is. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. And I wonder if there is someone no. who's... Uh, thank you very much for calling. I wonder if any- anyone who is better placed than us to, to have a conversation about this, I'd love to hear from you. What, what do you think? Because this sort of stuff gets thrown around by people sometimes, and I'm not suggesting that John did, who have an agenda, an anti-trans agenda, which is, you know, they're coming into um, pervert, pervert cis women and they're getting in situations where they can take advantage of the fact that they're given different, um, you know, different rights than people, other people who were born male. Do you know what I mean? And I just don't... I hate that. I hate that stuff. I really hate that stuff. But, you know, it's a conversation that 
keeps coming up. And I don't believe it's something that we've answered yet. And I don't believe we're in a situation where we have to start telling seven-year-old girls they might as well forget it because sooner or later there's going to be a transgender female who's going to whoop their ass around the track. I don't believe that yet. But those conversations are floating about, aren't they? 03444991000, give me a shout. I'd love to hear from you. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Better get to these phones. Flipping it, they're starting to mount up. 03444991000 if you fancy a chat. I'm the right person to chat to. And you can talk about whatever you want. Hey, Simon. Hi, Cabes. How are you? Cabes? <laughs> I was just going back to last night, that's all. No, that's all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Before I start, can I just bring something up that that I maybe shouldn't bring it up, but you oh, can God. always dump me, I suppose. Go on. Why are they constantly playing the Jeremy Kyle advert when he hasn't been seen since before Christmas? Because par- I, I don't know. I really don't know. But at some point he'll return and we'll all be grateful. Woo! Just ridiculous. Anyway. Um, lettuce. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, I, I've, I was aware of the lettuce thing for insomnia. I yeah. suffer myself. Um, not all the time, but I go through phases. And I deal with it with um, prescription medication. Mm-hmm. But the reason for that being that, because um, I work, I'm, I, I'm a driver, and I need to be able to guarantee that I'm going to get a good night's sleep. I mean, like I say, it's only, it only happens um, brief periods every now and then. Um, but I often thought about trying the lettuce thing. So, so you say that works? Yeah. Honestly, she, she made me this salad sandwich, right? Yeah. And it was lettuce. It was just all the green stuff. But I think yeah. lettuce is the main ingredient that you want. Um, really, yeah, cause really boring. The, hmm? Yeah, because lettuce has got the, the property. That... Yeah, exactly. But the thing is... But also, it's such a boring yeah. sandwich, you can hardly be bothered to finish it. You might as well go to bed. But it was. It worked a treat. I don't know whether it was psychosomatic or what. No, I don't know. Cause I, like, I've, I've heard of that. I haven't got around to trying it. But um, what... The reason why I question it, and obviously if you're saying it works, it must work, but is you don't normally feel tired when you've had a salad, do you? No, but don't you put other things with it? Sorry, say again? Don't you put other things with it, though? Oh, I suppose, yeah. So th- in this case, you're having, you're having, like, bread, so you've got your starchy yeah. carbohydrate, really boring yeah. salad stuck on top of it. Yeah. And you're just about to go to bed anyway. So I think it Tell might just what? tip you over the edge. I tell you what, I'm I'm looking at changing my lifestyle because um, I'm hopefully moving flat soon, and I want to try and start again, lose a bit of weight and everything else. Yeah. And um, I'm slowly getting into um, healthier foods, and the one thing that I'm finding that is great is spinach because the shop round the corner from me sells it in frozen like cubes. Yeah. And so I'm literally just chucking it in with everything. I love it. I love spinach. Yeah. It's amazing stuff. Yeah, and you it kind of because especially if you're not eating as much meat uh, as you, you or you you're used to. Sorry, I get quite uh, anemic and iron deficient, and uh, spinach is brilliant for that. Yeah. See, I've never never ever considered what I eat. It's always whatever. Well, it's normally takeaways. To be honest, it's yeah. whatever's you know, closest to hand and easiest to get hold of. Absolutely, and, and it's, an easy, hour... it's an easy trap to fall into that, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I mean, and this is the thing is, this is going to sound like heaven to some people, but it, it isn't, it's hell, 
you know, most of my food, probably 80% of my diet, is handed to me through a window and is eaten out of a box or a bag. Yeah. Now, some people would be like, oh, that's amazing, but it isn't. It's awful. Not really every day. Is. Not every day, no. I think, no. you know... The, the other thing... Yep. Oh, sorry. Um, the other thing I was going to say was caffeine. Yep. Caffeine has no effect on me at all. You reckon? Yeah. Try stopping I, it. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't ever remember having any form of buzz or wake-up from coffee or tea or coke or whatever yeah and there was one time where i was doing a night shift and i put and i didn't re- i didn't know that caffeine was dangerous i put seven he- teaspoons of coffee in this drink thinking it'll keep me up all night man that is insane Again, didn't have any effect at all no but that's because you probably got loads of it in your system if you stop it you'll be surprised at how um how ill you feel well, maybe I'll give it a go when I try my new lifestyle. Before I go, your taste in music is absolutely bloody brilliant. Oh, thanks. I I said a couple of weeks ago, I don't know whether you remember, that I'm not really into music. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, when Ian's playing a song, it's a case of, oh, just bear with it, it will stop in a minute. You <laughs> know what I mean? But I love what you play. There was a song that you played a few weeks ago when you did the, the stint last, and yeah. it was... Um, black Suit or something like that? Oh, Burn the Black Suit, Juliet Turner. Oh, you, I don't know what, but you just come out with gems, and it's brilliant. I love it. Oh, I'm glad. I love her. I love her. I used to, I used to use her music when I worked on a different show, and we did different accents, and I had to learn a Northern Irish accent, and I found listening to her was really helpful. I probably couldn't do it now, but I can imagine. Yeah, but she's Have great. Have you ever heard of a band called Zero Seven? Yes. What do you think of them? It was kind of chill out music, wasn't it, back in the nineties? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a bit real mellow. Yeah. I don't Lots know. Of different instruments and yeah, I, I quite like them. I, I just like things that maybe sound a little bit different to, to the norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, well, get on Juliet Turner because she's amazing. Well, hopefully, hopefully not. Literally, well, maybe literally. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much, Simon. The late night alternative with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 